Welcome to Sequel Quest, the podcast where Adam, Jeff, and Jeremy invite you on a cinematic adventure to create prequels, sequels, and reboots to your favorite movie franchises. Joined by special guests along the way, Sequel Quest is go for launch. So let the adventure begin now. Ready, set, go. Welcome to a very special bonus episode of the Sequel Quest podcast. In our most recent episode, we pitched ideas for a future sequel to the Fast and Furious film series. As you may know, the franchise used to be about street racing, so we thought we'd bring you back to the roots of this high-octane movie series by exploring the world of California street racing in the early 2000s. Now, even though I grew up in Southern California, the closest I got to high-speed racing was dropping the occasional game token into Cruise in USA or my favorite arcade driving experience, Lucky and Wild. But that being the case, uh, we had to call in an expert, someone who was there when the rubber met the road in a blur of squeals and smoke. He's a friend with whom I recorded many comedy routines in audio and video formats during our teenage years, who <laughs> turned a love of film into a career directing toy commercials, and we'll get into that, but also spent time in the renegade street racing scene. So please welcome Brett. How you doing? What's up, buddy? Doing great, man. By the way, this is pure evidence that you and I grew up on different sides of Irvine because you went to the good high school, right? You went to where at least two or three kids a year were going to go ahead and, and uh, pass the SATs with flying colors, <laughs> ace it all the way. I go to the school that just was really happy to go ahead and have Gleaming the Cube film there. Where We come from two different parts of Irvine, my friend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you were being an upstanding citizen of society while I was being a little delinquent. Yeah, you were definitely at the party racing, school. And that's, I'm sure, how you ended <laughs> up sure. where you ended up. In the thick of it all, seeing, uh, seeing the adventures that took place on the streets. Oh, yeah. So this is the thing. Now, I remember you showing me video of street races that you had attended. But I'm just curious to know, how did you get involved in attending these? Was it through friends? Did you yourself, were you the, the guy leading the charge? How did that all come together? No, so, th so this was the thing, you know, Fast and Furious really changed everything, right? When that movie hits in 2001, for suddenly everyone is just an expert at Fast and Furious, uh, street racing, of a fast car, just the whole lifestyle, right? And so I think even though a bunch of us had interest in that kind of thing, it was always kind of like you heard through the grapevine that like oh man there's street racing you know in various cities or whatever but i didn't really know anything until our mutual friend frank toe and he was the one who kind of dragged us into it and it was uh, it was pretty interesting when it first started to go down okay so you're saying the fast and the furious films obviously you saw them how big a franchise was it to you when the first movie came out i think this is the thing i think as you know growing up in irvine pretty robust asian population not uncommon to go ahead and see a ton of different what we would affectionately call rice rockets on the road and so i think because guys like frank and our friend matt and stuff like that they were already kind of into like you know souping up their car souping up a relative term really just changing out the headlights or you know <laughs> putting that little thing on your exhaust that makes it go um, a big spoiler gotta have the spoiler you gotta have the shopping cart spoiler <laughs> uh, so that was i, th I think no, like we all were kind of into it and and we used to go to those things and i don't know if you remember they were called hot import nights they might even still exist i don't know but they're basically you go to a convention center and you show up and they would just be souped out cars and, you know, girls wearing miniskirts that were way too short. <laughs> and, you know, as teenage boys, we're like, oh, my God, we got to go. So I think there was already the interest. And then Fast and Furious came out and suddenly I think everyone wanted to find out where real street racing really took place. So take me back then to the first time 
your buddy comes up to you and says, by the way, guys, I got the activity for tonight. This is where we're going. How did that all go down? And what were your first thoughts when you were invited? So this is the weird thing. So Frank found out where he thought some racing was going to go down. But it was really all up in the air. We didn't really know what was going to happen. So it was like 10, 11 o'clock at night on a Saturday in the summer. And we just decided, uh, Frank, Matt, and our, my buddy Fed, we decided we're just going to go hop in the car. We're going to go to where we think this is taking place. Over in a, a strip mall parking lot <laughs> in Santa Ana, that's where the meeting place was going down. And, you know, growing up in Irvine, you're in like one of the safest cities in America. Here you got Santa Ana. That was like, do not go there. Yeah. That is where murder happened. That was our version of Compton in Orange County. We're like, Santa <laughs> yeah, Ana, exactly. no way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it get pretty shady. So we decided, okay, we're going to get in the car. We're going to go down there. So we start driving into Santa Ana. And, and you know you're getting in deep when like all the strip malls, the signs are no longer in English. They're just <laughs> becoming in Spanish. So we get to where we think this meeting spot is. And it's like 1030 at night. And the parking lot is completely packed. Like maybe Two, three hundred cars. Wow. And so we have to go. We couldn't even park directly in front of this grocery store, which was the alleged meeting spot. We had to park down further and walk back to kind of where everything was going on. But it was kind of one of those things where I feel like there was a lot of first timers there. Like we were just kind of gathered around a lot of people like we heard this is the place. So everyone's kind of hanging around. No one really knows what to do. But we're kind of walking up and like looking at everyone's cars or whatever. And by the way, this is where things get interesting. We hear fight and look <laughs> over and two, I'm hesitant to call them ladies because they were definitely some hardcore cholas, are duking it out. Wow. Like in the middle of the parking lot to the point when like they're grabbing hair, they're throwing. And the boyfriends are watching this whole thing. And at one point, you know, the crowd gathers around. I'm like, this is crazy. And then one girl smashes the other girl's face into somebody's car. Whoa. Blood literally flies up the windshield, hits dudes in the shirt, and they had that look like, you know, when you're in a restaurant and you spill some mustard, you're like, ah, not right. <laughs> my it was so casual. And so they uh, that fight broke up, and we're like, well, holy moly, that was intense. And we're like, well, I don't know what's going to go on now. Like, all these other cars start leaving, and suddenly people are starting to scatter like cockroaches, and we're like, what the heck is going on? And we're like, well, let's just follow them. So we run over the car, hop into it, we're driving through, and people start driving onto the streets with no regard for uh, red lights, green lights. We're just going through red lights now. Oh, wow. Everyone starts following each other, and at one point the car in front of us puts on its hazards. We're like, oh, what happened? And then we realize, as I kind of stick my head out the window, all the cars have hazards. And quickly putting together, oh, this is like the code, follow the cars with the hazards, that's where we're going to go. So we put on our hazards, the cars behind us, and it was a trail of people as we get on the freeway, weaving in and out of traffic, hazards going on. What? Finally wow. get to this first racing location. It's in a kind of industrial, shady-looking area yeah. of, uh, of Santa Ana. And we walk up on a hill, and there it was, just like in the movies. Real cars, real racers. It's really a girl standing between two cars. She drops her hands. They go racing down the street. You can hear the whole echoes, you know, rumbling off the buildings and stuff. Hundreds of people were there. It was pretty crazy. I love yeah. it. The first thing, violence. Violence. And hardcore violence. Right Tell and me for this. sheltered white boy, I mean, my heart's been racing the whole time. We're all like, what is going on here? And then, by the way, so when we get to that race, we watch a few cars. And only a few cars kept racing. I don't think anyone else wanted to race. We were literally just a bunch of spectators. So we kept watching, like, the same six cars, like, keep going around. around. <laughs> and then someone yells, Cops! Everyone runs to their cars. We dart into our cars. We take off. There's one cop that had pulled someone over, and we quickly realized just 
if we're going to do this again, just don't be the guy that gets caught. Yeah, there it is. So tell me this. Were you filming all of this first experience? Is that the video I was seeing? Or did you go back and then start filming? Yeah. I, I was too afraid the first time around. I kind of want to get the lay of the land because I thought, look, this is all illegal. So people will probably kill me if I show up with the camera. Good point. But then when I realized how big the whole thing is and how it felt like there was more spectators, next time around, I actually started going with my camera. And we actually started doing this every Saturday. We would go down to a different meeting point in Santa Ana, drive to a new location, and it was the same thing every time. And I know you probably saw the one video where we were, uh, we were watching some races. Same thing happened. People yell cops. We were so far away from our car. We're like running, like literally action movie style, like sliding across people's hoods to get to <laughs> our car. My friend Jesse, we had taken him after we had kind of like gotten the lay of the land or whatever. And he's in, he's in track. He froze up. He should be faster than all of us. And we took off. I look back at one time and he's just like staring in around like he doesn't know what to do. We jump into the car and start taking off. Pull down the window. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. Jumps through the window and his legs are hanging out of the car <laughs> as we're pulling away because we start seeing cops showing up and we just had to get out of there. Man, it's just so every. I mean, and would you say that pretty much like nine out of ten times it got broken up by the cops? Is that what ended it, or would it just kind of fade away some nights? Yeah. So here, so I'll tell you how about the downfall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is the downfall of the street racing experience. Uh, Fed and I, one night, we decided to kind of go on our own. Matt and Frank and some of the other guys didn't have any interest anymore. And so we went – we had been doing this for a couple months. And so we went down to the normal meeting spot, and it was a much smaller gathering than it used to be. And it felt a little off, but we're still like, well, whatever. It's a Saturday there's nothing to do. Let's see what's going to happen. So we wind up doing the usual routine. We follow some cars on over to the next racing location. And we get there and nobody's racing. And there's, you know, there's maybe 50 people. And we're like, well, this is kind of odd. I wonder what's going on around here. And then these two people, guy and a girl, walk right down the middle of the street. And they go, anyone racing for pinks? Anyone racing for pinks? What? No one's racing. <laughs> this is like the weirdest thing. This isn't Greece. We don't race. <laughs> I think everyone just did it for pride and for fun. It was like, this felt super odd and i told my friend fam like you know i think we should go something just doesn't feel right the second that happens cops run to the car and we had it looked like smooth sailing we're, we're it's two lane road in this industrial area it looks like we have a straight shot to freedom we're barreling down this road trying to get away from the whole th situation and it was like a movie two cops from behind buildings and cars block off the road. Oh, wow. What does my friend Fed decide to do? He turns around and tries to run from them. No way. And now I'm freaking yeah. out because now I'm like, we're literally <laughs> running from the police. And I was like, what are you doing? Stop. He's like, no, no, no. I think we can get out of here. So he's peeling down the other way. Exact same thing happens. Two cops pull on in, block the road. He decides since we're a T-shape, he's going to go the third. <laughs> he's going to go down the third road. And then finally we get boxed in by those cops who were behind us so they 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 block everyone in i'm like oh my god we are in so much trouble cops walk around in the cars they make us put down our windows we have to get out of the car we have to show them our id and you know it was freaky and they basically said you guys are lucky there was no racing tonight so we can't charge you with anything but just know that we put you in the system and if you guys show up again and we and we get you it's a misdemeanor 
So don't show up again. We're like, we're out. We're done with the street racing thing. No, no, no more street racing. So apparently we got caught up in a sting and that was that. Yeah, that's crazy. So the, so not only was, you know, the actual street racing folks, they were taking it to the next level, making it something a little too serious. Then the cops are involved. So you never, sounds like you guys never got behind the wheel yourselves, except when you were running from the cops. Is that right? <laughs> that was the only time. Oh. Which, what's worse, participating in street racing or running from law enforcement? Exactly. It's like, you just let them, <laughs> let them talk to you and tell you that they'd have nothing to arrest you for but yeah that's crazy <laughs> yeah, exactly. so tell me this it was, it was a good couple of months i gotta say it was a lot of fun uh, you know you, you growing up in irvine when everything shuts down at eight o'clock you need a little adrenaline somewhere you know prank calls weren't gonna do it anymore right so uh <laughs> now, did, <laughs> you had to mix up a bit. did you guys i mean after going for so long did you actually make friends out there did you get to know some of the characters like was there anybody that was just really like intense or it doesn't sound like you hooked up with any girls or what heard about that but you tell oh, that me that would have been the dream you know i was afraid of girls so i was 17 uh yeah nothing nothing really like that happened though my friend frank he, i think he like very casually knew a couple of people and wound up becoming friends with those people but uh everyone yeah everyone i never really knew anyone who actually raced the only time that we ever really saw like massive amounts of racing was uh one time we actually got out of santa Ana. we heard that in Ontario, there were some big races. As you know, Ontario, just massive industrial zone. No, you know, streetlights anywhere at this time. So we went out, and one night, I, I mean, probably four to 500 cars. This was the only night I ever saw a helicopter cop show up. Wow. And that night was crazy. I mean, there were guys in, in raised trucks racing motorcycles, popping wheelies down the road. Like, this was that kind of crazy night. And we talked to a lot of people that night, but everyone I think was very much like us, just like, we heard about this, we had to check it out, this is crazy. But no one, I think, really felt comfortable to actually race. I don't think we knew what the rules were. We only knew what we knew from Fast and the Furious. <laughs> we're like, ah, th this seems dangerous. This seems like it might lead to some illegal activity. Well, what's crazy is you said that Matt dropped out early on, and that surprises me, because number one, his dad was a cop, so he right. totally could have gotten out of anything. And two, <laughs> he loved Asian girls, and I'm sure wanted to impress them. So I, I, I would imagine he could have gotten his own Tokyo Drift type thing going on, you know. So I'm just, I was so curious to hear that he was the first one. I'm out. Buddy. Well, well, Matt, of all the friends, was the guy who did soup up his car the most. Right. I will say that. And actually, he uh, and this this wasn't during the street racing time. A couple years later, he liked to mess with people on the freeway and like pretend to race people. He drove a Honda Accord. I mean, there wasn't anything that impressive about his, like, 92 Honda Accord. But he just liked kind of playing the game. And one day, he actually got knocked off the road by a car, rolled his car, Whoa. had to get stitches. He was bleeding from the head and everything. It was pretty intense. And, yeah, he said, like, I'm not going to do that anymore. It's <laughs> like, yeah, maybe not mess with people on the freeway and pretend to race them. So the lesson here is, kids, drive safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, thanks so much for joining us and everybody for listening. And we hope you've enjoyed our our special bonus episode for the Fast and Furious franchise. We got some wild stories, real life Fast and Furious experiences. Thanks, Very buddy. Cool. Very cool. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Sequel Quest and invite you to join us next week for another discussion about a film that never was. Share your ideas with the Sequel Quest universe by visiting SequelQuestPod.com, following us on Twitter at SQPod, on Facebook by searching Sequel Quest, or sending an email to SequelQuestPod at gmail.com. Let the world know how much you enjoy the show by leaving a review and five-star rating on iTunes. 
iTunes. All films and characters discussed on Sequel Quest are the property of their respective studios and license holders. No copyright infringement is intended. 